0: Today's daf is Ksubis Dav Peches, and we are 11 lines from the bottom of Dav Pei Zayin Omid Beis, the two dots, Eid Echod Me'ida She'hi Peroa. Today's daf is being learned. Le'ilu y'nishmas Chaim Malazor ben Yibadol Chaim Rabshim Shinaryeh, and le'ilu y'nishmas Tzvich Anoich Henech ben Yibadol Chaim Rabichil Mechol. So, we're moving along in the sugyas of Perek HaKoysev. Perek HaKoysev, one of the most slumdish approach shahs, Shas, deals, of course, with the of Ish many Meni Dinei Ksuba, but as we've seen, a lot of Yesoidos that are really Shas Sugis. Now, the Mishnah on the HaPezay mentioned that there are five times that a woman who's coming to collect her Ksuba will only be able to get her Ksuba in the event that she swears. Number one, a pegemes ksubasa. Number two, a woman that's teveir her ksuba, but the man has an eight echad that testifies that the ksuba was already paid. A woman that's collecting her ksuba from the nichse yesoimim. A woman that's collecting her ksuba from the lekuchais, meaning from the nechase mishubadim. Or a woman that's collecting her ksuba shaloi befanov. Her husband is a Medina Sayam. He was a quote-unquote May get She just received the get, now she wants to collect her ksuba, being that is not there. In all of these cases the halach is loyti para. So today's daf is going to continue the Gemara's commentary on these halachas, and it's going to pick up with the second of the cases that the Mishnah mentioned where if a woman wants to collect her ksuba, she would have to swear, and that is So a woman is coming to collect her ksuba. The husband is alive, he divorced her. He has an eid echad that says that the ksuba was already paid. Ordinarily, When it comes to all dine mominis, we know the rule, al pishnayim edam yakum davar. You would need two edam in order to establish that what the edam are saying is in fact the emas. What about in Eid says the Mishnah, in the event that Eid says that it was paid, the is, ish, she's going to have to swear. Sok the Gemara, when Rabbi Barchama learned the Mishnah, so his hergish was that when the Mishnah says that the woman has to swear, the shvuah that the Mishnah is referring to is a shvua da'iraisa. She has to swear a shvua da'iraisa, meaning this is not a rabbinic shvua, but rather it's a da'iraisa shvua. Now, what would be the Makar that, this scenario would require a chiv shvur de'irai. So, Rami Bar said, it's based on a policy. It says in the Torah, l'yakum eid echot b'ish, l'chol avoin u'lchol chatos. An eid echot cannot obligate a person to have to bring karbonoids, Eid uh, echad can't obligate a person to have to pay dina Mominus meaning whenever we talk about Eidem you need two Eidem and Eid echad is not enough. Stating that Chazal darshin luchol Avoin uluchol chatos huda de enoy kam in aid echad it's true can't obligate Avoin or chatos avul kamul shvu. However, in Eid echad's testimony is not worthless. In fact, it does have some credibility. It could be mechay of a person shvu. In fact, for Amar Chazal said that here's the rule kamakim shashnay you have a situation. Situation where had two people walked into Bezdin and said X. Da'aloch is the person who's on the wrong side of this Eidos would have to pay moment, if one Eid walks into Bezdin and he says X, the Halachi is, that person's not going to have to pay because but at the same time he's going to have, So Rami Bar-Khamah said that the Mishnah that says that a woman that comes to collect the Ksuba, and the husband has the Neid that says the Ksuba was already paid so in other words, she's going up against the Neid Echad the Mishnah loiti parella you want your ksuba? that's fine. But you're going to have to swear. You know what that shvua is? It's a shvua de'i raisa. It's what we know as shvua's eidachot. Amar Rava, but Rava commented to Rami Barchom and he said, "Stay I have two problems, two perechahs on what you're saying. Chadeh, number one, Any time the Torah obligates a person to swear, the nature of that shvua is that the person is swearing to prevent having to pay. Every single shvua de'i raisa is such a scenario where there's a Siba that maybe a person should have to write a check, he could swear and avoid that Chiyof. He's Nishba V'loy Mishalim. The he, however, in this case, if the woman's going to swear, what's going to happen? She'll be exempt from making a payment? No. She's going to collect her ksuba, nishbaz And in the world of shvua, it actually makes a big difference. Are you being nishba v'loy or are you being nishba v'noitel? Specifically, when we talk about shvua raisa, said Rava, every single shvua raisa needs to conform with this technicality. And that is, you're being nishba v'loy But to the extent that you're being nishba v'noitel, said Rava, that's a dead giveaway that the shvua that you're dealing with is a because no Such thing as a Shvu'a De'Raisa, where you nish Nishba So Rav said, That's my first proof, my first teshuva on what you're saying, and that is that it can't be that the Shvu'a in the Mishnah is a Shvu'a De'Raisa. And Rav said, I have a second Shuvah, and that is a Nishbaim al Kfiras Shibut Karka, this is Exerus Akasa, the Gemara brought it earlier on the Amid, that says that the only time there's ever a of Shvua, when it comes to dine Mominus, is what is being handled and discussed is Mitalpun. But to the extent we're dealing with Karka, in that instance, there's never a of shvur day Raisa. So for example, if Reuven goes over to Shimon, and he tells him, you owe me $100 worth of Karka, and Shimon says, I owe you $50 worth of Karka, he's a Moida it's your classic shvur day Raisa. Being that the tviya and the kviro and the Haida was all Karka, there's a rule that we don't swear on Karka. And Ksuba says Rava is Karka. Now, why is Ksuba Karka? It's not Karka. She's not asking for Karka. She's asking for her Ksuba. She's not asking for Karka. The reason is because a woman can collect her Ksuba from Karka. In fact, she can even collect it from the Lekucha. So being that there's a, a Karka element... Lashon of the Gemara is. It's Shibud Karkais. There's a Shibud on the bowels Nechasim, specifically on his Karka. So this is something that impacts Karka. And to the extent that it impacts Karka, we know that Lach is that there's no Shvur. So Rami Ibrahimah felt that Lachur, at first glance, the Shvur of the Mishnah that mentions the Eid is probably talking about a Shvur raisa. Said, Rav, I have two Raias that it can't be a Shvur Deiraisa. Meaning, even though there is a Shvur Deiraisa called Shvur Seid Nachod, but it can't be that that's what this Shvur is. How do I know? That? That number one, because every shvua day is nishba v'le mishaleim, and the Shvua of the mishnah is a nishba Vinaytal. The woman's gonna swear and take payment for a ksuba. Besides, you never swear with Deirisa on karka, and even though ksuba is not karka, but it's Shibut karka It does involve indirectly Karka, and it's for that reason, it can't be, it's a Shavu day Okay, so if the shvu is not a Shavu day so what is the shvu And my Rav, Rav said, it must be a Shavu Deirai. And the purpose of the Shavu was, Chazal gave the man, a Tzchus, to Bitoivea, his wife's weir, in the event that he has an Eid that's supporting what it is that he's saying, posher to put him at ease, meaning a man has an Eid that is corroborating his claim that he already made payment for the Ksuvah. It's true, the Eid is only in an Eid And in Eid even though in certain instances it could be Mechaiv shvuah. but our Mishnah falls outside of the scope of when that's true for two reasons. Number one, it's Nishbav and Number two, it involves Karka. But at the same time, Chazal was sensitive to the state of mind of the husband. And Kedela Hafez Taito Yishobal, Chazal allowed... The husband to tell his wife, listen, you want me to pay the ksuba? I'm going to pay the ksuba, swear. Now, she might say, I don't want to swear. So what's the husband going to say? What's the big deal? You're telling the truth. It's not an issue. Elamai, you don't want to swear? Something's a little fishy over here. So really, even though a shvua sounds very, very scary, but at the end of the day, if you're telling the truth, it really shouldn't be that big of a deal. Now, one of the sub-themes of this first gemara that we learned, it's also... Uh, Sub theme of an almost identical Gemara that we had on the top of the Amid, and that is that not all Shvois were created equally. And really, there are Shvois de Reissa and there are Shvois de Rabbonan. And there are major differences between Shvois de and Shvois de Rabbonan. In fact, there's a Machoykis Rashi and Toysfis, in today's DAF, on DAF Pechesem et Aleph, where they discuss what some of those differences are. But super high level, a Shvois de rabbonan was just swear, promise. Apparently, that was something that was not terribly uncommon. A shvur day was very intense. They would dim the lights. There was nikitas chifetz. You would hold on to a safe They would bring people that would explain to the person that's about to swear what the implications or the consequences are of getting this wrong. It's one of the Ten Commandments. Loisisa nizdaza ulam arba al arba parsa. when the love of Loisisa was said. So this is a very, very serious thing. But that Chaymer was primarily by Shvuah Day Raisa, not nearly as much as it was by Shvuah Rabbanon. And here's the point: if you can get someone in Besdin to have to swear a Day Raisa, you're sitting in a pretty good place. You're a shtickel yadoel al yoina. Shvuah Rabbanon is not such a big deal. So really, this machloik is between Rami Barachama and Rav in the Mishnah, whether the Shvuah Edechad is a Shvuah Day Raisa Edechad, or it's only a Shvuah Rabbanek Day LaHafes Daiti Shalbalav Edechad. It's a very, very big difference, meaning it's not oh, it's a shvua, and the question just is, is the Siba that I'm swearing because the Titus says I have to swear? Or is the Siba that I'm swearing because the rabbi said I have to swear? The hefts of the Shvu is completely different. It has a different punim if it's a shavu de Reisah or if it's a shvu Reisah. Rami Bar Meimar, that in order for this woman to receive payment for her Kshuvah, she's going to have to go through the process of shavu de Reisah. That's not for the faint of heart. Ravah said that's not what the Mishnah means. The Mishnah means a regular Shvuodai Reisah, things that were. We're rather customary in the course of business. That's all the Mishnah means. Incidentally, there are only three Shvois Dei as it relates to Dine Mominus. Shvois B'mikzas, Shvois and Shvois There are many, 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 many different types of Shvois Dei Rabbanon. In fact, Chazal very often allowed Reuven to tell Shimon in a court case, I hear what you're saying, but swear to prove that it's true. Our Mishnah mentioned a whole bunch of shvuas. The Gemara is going to mention a few more, but the point is that de rice is a lot more Chamer, and Rami Bar Chama's Havamina that we're dealing with a rice, so would have put the husband in a much better position. Rava said, I hear what you're saying. It's a Geshmaqahav, I because one of the three Shvois, there is Shvois, and one of the five cases where the Mishnah said the woman has to swear is when there's an Eidachad, said it feels like, oh, that's probably what's going on, but because of two reasons, it can't be that that's what's going on. This little intermission in this Gemara is a segue, really, to the next Gemara that we're about to learn. I'm a Rav said as follows, the bow. If the husband is intelligent, he's about Kishrin, he's about nicely lovely Shvode Raisa. He can figure out a way to bring her to a Shvur de Why does he want to bring her to a Shvur de Raisa? That was the introduction we just gave. But if he's a pikeach, he'd be able to make her swear a de Raisa. How would he do this? Says the Gemara, there's a move. What he should do is. He should give her another ksuba. Now, he's rolling his eyes. I gave her a ksuba. She denied she ever received payment. And now you're telling me the way out is by giving her another ksuba? Yeah. So what Bezdin would advise him to do is give another ksuba. This, and there should be again an Eid. I that would witness this. The Zahad kama Zahad Basra. Now, he's going to have two Eidin or really two individual eid, eid Echads, that both can testify in court that the husband paid the Ksuba. He has one Eid Echad that says the first Ksuba was paid, and the second Eid Echad that says, it's same Ksuba, but that there was a second payment that was made. Now what he will do is, <laughs> he's going to bring the two Eidim into Besson, he's going to have them both testify that there was a, a payment made, Albeit well, One aid is saying that I saw a payment made a year ago. The other aid is saying I saw a payment made an hour ago. But well, my, so we have two aid that are both saying that a was paid. So if there are two them that were saying that a was paid, for sure the husband's not going to have to make a third payment, right? For sure we're going to assume the ksuba was paid. Okay. Once we establish for sure that the ksuba was paid, she now loses her ability to collect the ksuba. But he's still out one full ksuba. What he's going to do then is, he's going to bring the Eid Echad back into court, and he's going to tell this Eid Echad, Eid Echad, you saw me make a payment of ksuba a year ago, did you not? Yeah. Now, the Besden just Paskind, that I paid the ksuba an hour ago. So what was that payment that I made a year ago? I probably loaned my wife money. Can you please testify on my behalf that I loaned her money? He'll say, sure, I could testify on your behalf. Now, what's going to happen when he testifies? She's going to deny it. That's clearly her move. When she denies it, she's going to be denying, not Ksuba, but she's going to be denying a milva. A milva alpe, by the way. Meaning, the eight echad now is being tevea, a milva from this woman. You owe me X amount of dollars. She's saying, no, I don't. You know what the halach is? says you owe money and you deny it. You have to swear. You have to be nishba v'loy meshalim, and this is a milvah al peck, because there's no star, and as a result, it doesn't involve shibut karkois. And if it doesn't involve shibud karkois, so both of the problems that Rava had as to why the shfu and our Mishnah had to be a shvur de are non-existent. As a result, he's going to be able to mechayif for uh, a shfu day rasis. It says the Gemara ipikachava. There's actually a way to convert. The Shvu and the Mishnah, which is the Shvu de Rabbanon, into a Shvu de rise What's the benefit of doing that? Because that's much more chomer, and there's a good chance that she's going to abstain from that. And as a result, you're going to end up getting what you want to get. How do you do that? So you, it's a, it goes with the Yerida L'Zayrichaliyah. First, you make another payment. You do that in front of an Edah. Now you're going to have two Edim that saw the payment of the Kesubah, and now this. Aid he's double dipping, by the way, which is something that needs to be ironed out a little bit. But you're going kind to of bring back Eid Echad, and now he's going to say, oh, one second, there was a payment made a year ago, that couldn't have been the Ksuba, because he just paid the Ksuba now. Oh, that must have been a milva. So now you have an Eid testifying on your behalf, you the husband, that says that this woman owes you a, a milva, she's going to have to be Nishba V'loi M'shalim that's going to already be a They Raisa. so and chances are you're going to end up getting what it is that you wanted to get, meaning you're going to end up getting that money from her. But the Gemara says rab, shish, rabid, 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 had a problem with this. He said Heich, sam, mech, sad, kam, asada basra. He said, I think this whole idea is dead on arrival because really it's predicated on taking two Eid Achads that saw two different events and being star of them. You're going to have the Eid Achad that saw you make a payment, uh, a year ago, the original payment, and you're going to be mitzarefim with dachad That right now will see you make that second payment between the two of them. You're going to establish two eidim. So now we know for sure she received the ksuba. The problem is that in and of itself doesn't work because how could you be of two different eidahads to be mechay of a person money? Rashi says it doesn't work that way. You can't take two eidim that claim individually based on different events that somebody owes somebody money, be mitzahar of them to create a kat edos as it relates to Dine Momonus. Now, sadakama, says, tema. I don't know, if that's not something that everybody agrees with. It's a gemara perak Perek Zaboyer. we actually had it earlier in Masachatis Ksubas as well, in Perek Yishchenes armelo where there is a that says that when it comes to dina Momonus, you could be mitzahar of two individual edachas. Either way, that's the way Rashi learns the Gemara. That Lachur, this whole idea is a problem because it's predicated on being after two aeches, and you can't be mitzavet two the Elam Rav said, "Let's work with this idea, but we're going to tweak it a little bit differently." What we should do is you should do is when you give the ksuba, when you make the second payment, you should do it not in front of one aid, you should do it in front of two aid. And bring back the original aid, and you'll have a second aid. So now there are two Adem that at the same time saw you make this Ksuba payment. So for sure you don't owe her Ksuba. And then you'll bring back that Edah originally and say, you Edah you just saw me make the Ksuba payment now. You were one of the two Edim. You also saw me make a payment a year ago. What was that? I must, it was a loan. That's what you're going to say. And as far as he knows, I hear. So If it's alone and she denies it, so now it's a regular Eid Echad who... Is going to have to be nizhbavalai mishalim, it doesn't involve kfir and that's going to be your way to convert that into a kfiri shibud e Ask of Ravashi, Ravashi had a problem on this as well. He said, I can't, still, she can tie her back, and she could say, she could always say that, one second, it's true that you made two payments, but you know why you made two payments? There were two ksubas, meaning you owed me a lot of money, and there were two ksubas had two different stars. One star represented the payment you made now, and the other star Represented the payment that you made earlier. Now Rashi says, could a woman always say that? What, she could always say there was two ksubas? It sounds like a milsadolay So Rashi says, no. The reason she could say it over here is because when you ask that eidacha, the original eidacha says "Eidacha, tell me, and remember, you're doing this under oath, when you saw this man make payment to his wife a year ago, why did he give her the money that he gave her? The man's going to be forced to say for ksuba. So her time of steak subis will be corroborated. In fact. The eidahad is going to have no choice but to say it was a it was a ksuba payment. Oh, it wasn't a milva payment. So it's true you made the ksuba payment now. So now you want to Freya turn that into a milva payment. The problem is at the time it was a ksuba payment. So she's going to say there were two ksubas, which ordinarily would be a very weak taina. But over here the the facts actually support it because that's what the eidahad is going to be forced to corroborate. And as a result, it's going to again not force it to swear shvud. right? So elmer Ravashi. said. You have to tweak the case a little bit more. Rashi always has the final say, and what he said was, "Who the What you have to say is that you're going to bring again two adam now to witness the payment. One of the adam will be the original aid. Although Rashi says he, that you can have really any two adam if you want. You don't need that one of the Adam should be the original aid. I ain't rashly. But the point is, you're going to bring in two Adam. One of them will be the original aid. And you're going to whisper into his ear. The husband is. He's going to say, listen, I'm about to do something. You're going to find this very surprising. But let me tell you exactly what's happening. I'm you know, you saw it, made a payment to the ksuba, she's denying it, she's going to get off the hook easy with a little biligich sh- nishba v'noitel, it's not even a de raisa. I was advised by my and they told me that there's a, a way that I can make this work, what I need to do is I need to make a second payment, but it's not because there were two ksubis, you should know, there were no ksubas. and once you tell him that there were no ksubas, and he understands like, what's going on, when she says that it's true there were two payments, but it was for two ksubas. it's not going to work. Because really, that's a very very weak taina. The only time it had a koyach was if the Edechad is supporting it. But in this case, the Edechad will not be supporting it, because he knows exactly what's going on. Meaning, it's true at the time there was a ksuba payment. But this ksuba payment that you're making now is not a real ksuba payment. It's only in lieu of the original and it's all with the purpose of turning that into a milva. Bottom line is, not an easy gemara, a classic paraka, koysev gemara, and we go weiter. Right there. So the Mishnah said, m'nechasim mishubam." So the Mishnah went through the whole list, five different examples that if a woman wants to collect her ksuba, she's going to have to swear. So ordinarily, if a woman's coming to collect her ksuba, why should she have to swear? Stating that. You have to read the not such fine print. If she's a pagemesk subasa, if there's an edachat, if she's collecting from the yisoimim, if she's collecting from the chasim, or even if she's collecting shaleib of fun in all those cases, she would have to swear. So, we went to the Mishnah over there. Where's there? It's in Mesech Teshfu'is, daf memheyam And if you look up the Mishnah there, it's a very, very long Mishnah. It's almost a full daf, that Mishnah. It starts on memdaladam and base, and it goes through the entire memheyam alof. It's a monster Mishnah. And over there, the Mishnah brings what I've brought here And that is That there are five situations Where a woman If she wants to collect ksuba She's going to have to swear The Mishnah Broadens the scope of this halach not only to a, an isha That's collecting her ksuba But really to any balchaif any balchayev that's collecting from the nechasa mishubadim or from the yisoyimim or shalay b'fanim, as we'll see in a minute, so we'll have the Halachis of loiti paru elav And then the Mishnah says thechena yisoyimim loiti paru elav shvur. Yisoyimim that are coming to collect, so yisoyimim that are coming to be teviah payment. The halach is the yisoyimim too will have to swear. Meaning, the Mishnah is talking about a woman that's collecting from the yisoyimim. The Yisoyimim are the nitva, So to benefit the Yisoyimim, the woman or the balchayv would have to swear. Now we're talking about the Yisoyimim themselves swearing. So if the Yisoyimim want to collect payment, they would have to swear. Now the case is where Yisoyimim Yarshind alone on the Malva side, meaning the man that died was a Malva, And now the Yislamim Yashin, the loan, they want to collect payment of this loan. And that's what the Mishnah says. When we say that the Islamim have to swear, who are they swearing to? Meaning, who are they collecting from and who do they have to swear to? It doesn't mean from the Laiver not to read that word malva very tempting but if their father would go and try to collect payment from the loiva the father wouldn't have to swear so why should they have to swear they shouldn't have any less rights than their father had what the Mishnah probably means like this that if Yisoyim are coming to collect from Yisoyim so the malva is not alive the loiva is not alive and now it's ready the next generation and they're uh, dueling this out the Yisoyim are coming to the Yisoyim everybody's denying. Things. So the halach is that just like any time a bali of a the woman's coming to collect her ksuva Anyone that's coming to collect from the yisaimim needs to swear Here's the chiddush: even if yisaimim are coming to collect from yisaimim, you're going to have the same halach. The only time the halach is that the yisaimim can swear. And get what it is that they're trying to get is if the Yusoyimim that are representing the loiva, meaning the loiva's children say that, you know, we actually knew about this loan. Our father, before he died, told us, he had borrowed the money, but he had paid it. So now there's a dispute. These Yusoyimim are saying, I don't know, our father told us it was an outstanding loan. They say, yeah, our father told us there had once been an outstanding loan, but it was paid. So what do you do? Like I don't know what it would be if they would say, the Laivas I'm not lay lava no, I heard about this and our father told us, yeah, there may be a day where someone's gonna come and he's gonna claim. But he said, I want you to know Loila then, then the Allah is At Then the Yusuimim of the that can't collect, even if they swear. Meaning the only time the loy was the only time they can get if they swear is if the Loyva's Yussaim are saying La But if the Loyva's Yusuimim would say Loila so then even with a shvua, they wouldn't be able to get. So Maske of the Rubber heard this and he didn't understand it. He said other it's, Abba. It's, it's completely counterintuitive. Everyone knows this. If somebody says in court, I didn't borrow money. And then we find that afterwards that he really did borrow money. He can't say afterwards, because If you claim you never borrowed money, obviously you never made payment. You don't pay back loans that you didn't, Take, I'll on him with staring. but nobody's paying loans back that he never even took. So the point is that over here we know for sure there was a loan. How do you know there was a loan? Because there's a shtar. So really, when the father told his kids, Loi, lo, Visi, as far as we know, the father was a liar because there's a shtar that says, that there was a loan that was made. Now, when he said Loi lovisi, it's as if he said Loi Paraiti. So really what he did was is, he completely killed his chances of winning this court case. Because now we know for a fact that there was a loan, because there's a star. we knew that before we even started this sugya. When he said Loi lovisi, he basically admitted that Loi Paraiti, he said Loi Paraiti. it's it's game over. So in that case, what would the halacha be? If anything, the Yusoyimim would be able to collect even without a shvur. So how could the Gemara say, Amarav Zerika, Amarav, that the only time the Yusoyimim of the Malva can collect albeit with a shvur, is if the Yusoyimim of the Lova says, Lovisi uparaiti. But if he would say, Lovisi, then the Yusoyimim of the Malva couldn't get anything. It's... And Adirab Adirab means it's 180 degrees. If anything, it should be a loy shanu in the reverse because if he says loy lovisi, it's ka'ima loy paraiti dami, and we know there was a loan. So he basically admit that the loan was never paid. If he admit the loan that was never paid, for sure you should have to pay even without a shvur. So it's not a loy shanu in this way. It's a loy shanu the other way. The says 100. Obviously, we had a mistake. As to what exactly Rabzuka had really said. What he really said was, Am Rabzuk, Amr Rabbi, who the lay shan of Allah Shamr Yusaiim, Amalanu Abal Avisuparaiti. The only time that loch is they have to swear is if he said La Bisu Paraiti, Abal Amru. If they would say, Amalonu, Abel Laila Visi, if they would say, listen, our father told us before he died, Laila Visi, then that loch is nifra. like we said, they would have to pay Shiloy Bishfu, and that's the Ly just the opposite. Shiloh Bishfu, Visi, Malai Paraiti Dami. We know for sure there was a loan. When they said La Visi, they basically admit the Lay Paraiti Dami, and it's for that reason they would have to pay and the Malviz Yosoyman would not have to swear. Mishnah said, so one of the cases where a woman, in order for her to collect the suba, would have to swear, it's if she's collecting the suba. And what's the case? The case is when the husband sent his get. Literally, the first mission of is gettin. So you learn that sugya. What are you learning? There's no You get into the whole gettin sugya. What about the ksuba component? So that you're supposed to address when you learn Messachus ksubas. This is really this case. It's a situation where there was a, a get that was sent from the Vitans, and now she wants to collect her ksuba. Where is she getting the ksuba? Probably Shaloy Befanum, or at least there's a good chance. And the point is that in a situation where a woman collects her ksuba, Shaloy Befanum, it's one of the times she asks us and This is for sure a Shvu the Rabbana, right? The only time the Gemara even had a Havamina that the Shvuas of the Mishnah would be Shvuas dai raisa, were yesterday's daft, Paygemes Ksubasa, where she was might have Mixed. Us. And today's daft, after Eidacher, Shvor Seidacher, is one of the cases of Shvor Deiris. But the point that she has is, Shniyas is where Acha Sarabir, Maesval Rab Yitzchok, Nafra, Be'Antuchyo. So it was a story that was presented to Rab Yitzchok, Nafra, it happened in Antuchia. But Omar, he said the following The only time the halach is that a woman that's collecting the Ksuba, Shnevoi Bethanov, has to swear, it's by Ksuba Sisha. And the reason is, Mishom China. It's because of khinah, because we want that men should be noisachen in the eyes of their wives. So it's for that reason that Chazal said that a woman could collect her ksuba, even shloih b'fanav. Meaning loish that a woman can collect shloih b'fanav. The only time you could collect shloih b'fanav, albeit not loish on the shvuah, that you could even collect. To shore with a shvor. It's only when it comes to xubasisha. This is one of the kulois that you find when it comes to xubasisha. When it comes to a balchayv, like, a balchayv can never collect shaleibefon. You can't collect from a loiva shaleibefon. If the loiva is out of town, you have to wait till he returns from his business trip, and only then will you be able to make payment. Even a balchayv, the malvi can collect from the loiva even him, And he gave a very, very intuitive reason. Because otherwise, we're afraid a person's going to borrow money he's going to go to Medina Sayam until Shemitah right and no one's going to want to lend anybody money so to prevent something like that from happening Chazal said that there's no question that we always collect payment from a, a Baal Chayv. it doesn't matter if it's ksubazisha, like in our Mishnah the same is going to be true as it relates to a Baal Chayv. and the last part of the Mishnah which was the top lines of Dav Pei Zayin it brought Shittas Reb Shemin. Rab Shimon said as follows: "Kol zman shehi tevaz ksubasa hayyorshem ashpia noisa; zim ina tevaz ksubasa in hayyorshem ashpia noisa." Rashi said, as it relates to Rab Shimon, the Gemara is going to explain which part of the Mishnah, Reb Shimon was referring to. So Reb Shimon made a very, very cryptic statement, and really from here until the end of the Daft, the Gemara is going to try to decipher what exactly Reb Shimon was trying to say. So let's just hazard the outline of the Mishnah. The Mishnah mentioned five cases where a woman that's coming to collect her ksuba, par and Then the Mishnah said Ketzat. It went through and explained, chapter and verse, each one of these five cases, and then the Mishnah concluded with this very mysterious statement of Reb Shimon. Whenever she's to be in teveh ksuba, the Yarshin can force her to. Swear. And as we'll see, the Gemara is going to have three different Mahalchim as to what Rav Shimon might have meant, and the reason the amiron are so confused is because when you read Rav Shimon, it's partially not clear what Rav Shimon was referring to. The Mishnah was a very wordy Mishnah, and Rav Shimon made a, a very, very cryptic comment on the Mishnah, so... It's so open to interpretation that we have a whole Amit Gemara here in Perek HaKoysef to try to figure out what exactly Reb Shimon is saying. which one of all the cases that were previously mentioned, the Mishnah was Reb Shimon referring to, it's referring to the following case. said, One of the five times that a woman that's collecting suba would have to swear is if she's being suba, meaning the husband's not around, and she's coming to collect the suba. Said Rabbi Shimon, it's implied from the Chachaman. Before Shimon. It's implied from the Chachaman. That a woman can collect her Ksuba. And she can also collect Now to be clear, the Mishnah didn't say one word about this. But in order to understand Rav Shimon, we have to work backwards. And we have to add something to the Mishnah to make Rav Shimon somehow work. So we're going to say that when the Mishnah said that a woman can collect her Ksuba. It didn't just mean her Ksuba. It meant as well, meaning a man has an obligation to support his wife. One of the themes of Masech des He just checked out. She's starving. So do we go into his nechasen, freeze his assets, so like this, she'll have lunch? Or do we not do that? When the Mishnah said that we would go into the man's nechasen, shaloi b'fanav, albeit b'shvua, to give her her Ksuba, it meant Mizoinus as well. And really, what the Mishnah is then saying is additionally a woman that's coming to collect her mizaynos. Same thing. What would the shvo be right uh, when a woman's coming to collect her ksuva What is she swearing? She's swearing her husband never gave it ksuva. What's she swearing when it comes to mezoinos? Her husband didn't give her some cash gelt to Leave on the side, like this, she'll have all the money that she needs, right? The husband's not here to tie her for himself, so therefore we impose the shvur But the point is, that's what we're adding for us, Reb Shimon. So now we understand Reb Shimon. Shimon said, like this, if she's coming to collect Turk then the Yashim have an ability, they have a right to force her into swearing. But if she's not coming to collect Turk rather, what's she coming to collect? Then the Yashim don't have an ability to make her swear. And if this is is, the Machloikis, Rav Shemim and the Chachamim, then really this Machloikis has a precedent and really they're arguing in a different Machloikis, a Machloikis that was already argued between Khanan and the sons of the Kaihanim Gudeilim. What is that all about? The Tnan, it's a Mishnah in the end of the Mesech. A person went to Medina His wife wants Mesein, so we have to take care of her. said, we're going to give her Mesein and we're not going to make her swear. However, Khanan did say Tishava Bisoyf. When she collects her Ksubo, whenever that's gonna be, then we'll make her swear, Lama Freya, that all the Musaynis that she took, she had a right to take. But right now there's no shwar. all the binaqi hanam gedalylum the binaikan Like for Amr, they said, Tishava bathilo, U soif. No, we make her swear right now as well. So, Rab Shimin Ki Chan. Rap Shiman holds like Hanan, Tishava Bisoifa Bathila when it comes to Mizai. Whereas Rabana can make Hanagadal, Rabban hold like the Panaiki Hanagodan, that we can make her swear, even for the Mazainus. So let's see. Reb Shemin. Reb Shemin. is beautiful now. Reb Shemin is referring to the halacha that says that a woman that's coming to collect your ksubah has to swear. And it's true not only for ksuba, it's true for muzayinah as well. Zak so Reb Shemin, quote, Whenever the woman's collecting her ktsuba, then she has to swear. But if the inner tevask subasa, if she's not being tevay riksuba in a yarshim, must then the yarshim cannot make her swear. What does it mean? The main tevask subasa, she's being tevay mizaynus like the shita of Chanan. Then you wouldn't be able to make her swear. Myrdek, right? All we had to do was add a knetch to the Mishnah, and we we're able to make Rav Shimon work. But Mascula Rav Sheshes Rav Sheshes said that can't be pshat. Why? Because high yarshim must be an oisa, if Rav Shimon is referring to the case of the Mishnah where a woman is collecting her ksubah or mezoinus, shaloi the why are we talking about the yarshan? Yarshin implies that somebody died. Who died? He's a Medina Sayyam. Why are we discussing Yarshan? So from the fact that the... Words of Rabshimin were, Yarshim, yeah, Yarshim, no. That can't be the case. It has to be talking about a case where the man is not alive anymore. In the case of Nifrash, there's no reason for him to be killed off. Elgo Amar, Rav Shesheh, said, Aha. Must be Reb Shimon's referring to a different case. Which case is he referring to? So Reb is gonna make a move now. Reb Shimon's gonna say, Reb that is, that Reb Shimon wasn't referring to our Mishnah. Reb Shimon was actually referring to the previous Mishnah. Mishnah on Daf Pei Vav Meaning, although Reb Shimon is at the end of a long Mishnah on Daf Pei Zion, but really the way you look at it is as if the Mishnah is a one long hemshuch and Reb Shimon is referring to a previous Mishnah. The Mishnah on Daf Pei Vav Now that Mishnah discussed a man that was misalik himself from being able to ever cause his wife to have to swear. So the Mishnah was discussing Shavuot Apotropos, that was the topic, or one of the topics of yesterday's daf. The Mishnah was discussing the right that a man has to, in certain situations, cause his wife to swear. And in the event that he was law. He was masalik himself from those chiyuvim. Nederu shvu in So the lach is he would not be able to make you swear. The Mishnah said that what would be if a, a man says that I'm not going to force you to swear and I'm not even going to force my children to have to make you swear. Right? He took it even to that next level. So the Mishnah said that the siluk works, but it only works for things that happened under his watch. But anything that happens after he died already, even if he was Masalic, it's not going to work, right? Let's see the gemara inside. Holchemi This is an excerpt from the Mishnah on Peval the What happens if after the levaya of her husband she went to base she went back to her father's house, or she went back to her shver's house? Meaning, she went back to her own house. And she never became an the don't have a right to be her. Meaning, in the event that the man was Masalic himself from any right for Let's just chaz it as quickly. What was Shavuot Apotropos? If a woman is a chenvanus, or she's an apotropis for her husband, the husband has a right from time to time to to force her to swear that everything is in the up and up. So if he was Masalik himself and he gave her in writing and said, I will not force you to swear. Okay, so he gave up his rights. So if he said, I'm not going to do it, so he's not going to do it. But it only works for any time she was an apotropis or a chenvonis for him. But in the event that she was an apotropis or a chenvanis. for the assignment they can make her swear the Shavu right that's what the Mishnah said so the Mishnah said if she goes from the Levaya back home and she was never an apetropos why not because the father was already Masalik however if she became an apetropos for the Yershim meaning she already is continuing her job that she did for her husband for the Yershin, then they can make her swear for anything that happened under their watch but they can't make her swear if anything happened under their watch. Right? That was a Mishnah. All the Mishnah on Pei Vavah, on the base. For us, Rav Shimon, hey, maybe Rav Shimon said Rav Shachis was commenting on that. And he said, Kol she also, As long as she's being Tevei suba, the Yarshan have an ability to be her. But in tevask also, if she's not being Tevei subasa, ain't a Yershim mashbiyah The Yarshan can make her swear. Meaning, Rabb Shimon's arguing with this. And Reb Shimon is saying that the Yarshan can make her swear the Shvuas Apotropis. Why not? They come be Pluto, and they're arguing in a Machloikis that Abishol and the Rabbanon already argued. Now we're going to the Mishnah. Apotropis, Shemino, Avia Yisoimimim. If Navia Yisoimim, the man that died, the father of these Yisayim, appointed an apetropis Yishava. This apetropis will be subject to Shvu's as apetropis. Minu bezdin, bezdin appointed lo Yishava. He's not going to have to swear. Abishol, oimah. Abishol said chiluf Just the opposite. If the father appointed the apetropis, he won't have to swear. If bezdin appointed the Apotropos, he will have to swear. The top Rashi explains the svaras lakanu lakan. Either way, Reps says minu bezdin Yishava minu Aviya Yisayim lo Yishava. Reb says the Gemaros, is Reb we're going to say help. Like Abishol. Abishol held that if the Aviyah Yisoyman was my man and apatropis, that is there is no shfuz apitropis. If Rabban held like the Rabban, that's just the opposite. That if the Aviyah Yisoyman was my man and there is a shwoz apatropis. In other words, the Mishnah said that there's a Shvuas apatropis, that the Yussaiman can make this woman swear to the extent that she becomes the apatropis. According to Abishol, that's not true. Because Abishol holds that the only time an apatropis be forced to swear to the assignment is if Bezden was the one that was Mamanat. But if the father is the one that was Mamanet the apotropis, then this halacha is natural. So according to Abishal you wouldn't be able to be tevei that shvur. So I think that's what Rab Shimon saying. Rab is referring back to that Mishnah. Really Reb Shimon is referring back to both Mishnahs. And what Rab saw was is that the Mishnah is saying that sometimes the assignment can force a woman to swear if she's coming to be Taveh Subha. And there are times that even if she's not coming to be Taveh suba, she just happens to be the Apotropist that's in, that's in charge of the gesheft. Where too do you have an ability to make her swear? Does Rav Shimon no? I agree that there's shvur when it comes to ksuba. Over the minute tevask subasa, she's not coming to be tevay ksuba. Ain a yarshem ashbi anais. In other words, the yarshem can make her swear. Shvur is apetropes. That's where Rav Sheshes went to miss. But The Gemara says Nasca. Abayi Abayi had a problem with this pshat also. He said Hey, calls manche tevask subasa. He had a grammar problem. He said, if that's what Rabb Shimon meant, that Shimon shouldn't have said, rather, what he should have said was. Im vas. And the way Rashi explains it, the word sounds like he's coming to be Machmer. Man. As long as she's being today at Ksuba, you have to swear. Even in a situation where you would have thought she doesn't have to swear. I don't know. Man as long as she's coming after Ksuba, you have to swear. But really, the way the Gemara is explaining it, Rav is pshat, Rav Shimon is not coming lahachmer. he's coming l'hakko. Rav, Sh- Sh- Rav Shimon is agreeing to everything that the Chachamim said as it relates to when you're te-vei, a psu, you have to swear, but whereas the Chachamim hold, like the Mishnah said, that the Shavu is apetropis, if the Aviyah was memanahar, he holds not. So really, what he should have said was im te-vas. He should have Mitigated, he should have taken away, not the machmer. Incidentally, the mafarshay Hagimora speak out. Shita Makubetzis brings us the shame. One of the Rishonim, the Gemara could have said that regarding the first pshat as well, because the first pshat also Rav Shimon was coming to say less. Rav Shimon was saying that it's only for Ksuba that they can be mechayishu a benishvam It's like Hanan in the last parak of ksubas, and Chanak. But the point is that was the Gemara's kasha. Elam and abayas, abayas said you're going to have to say a different pshat. Ah, you have to say Reb Shimon was referring. Also, not to our Mishnah, but rather to the previous Mishnah, but the first part of the previous Mishnah. What the Mishnah say? cause of law. If the man wrote his wife, If Shwainli if person says, I'm not going to force you to swear. No, I'm not going to let my Yarshim make you swear. Or anyone else that comes <laughs> in my position to make you swear. Alayach, not you, val Yarshayach, or your Yarshim, vallabarn Beshusach, anyone that's coming in your behalf. Right? Very legalese. But the point is that if a man writes an all inclusive sealuk, c- not me, not my Yarshim, not anyone that's coming, mikayach, my Yarshim, or anyone that's coming, mikayach, them, and then I can force you and all your Yaytsich halotzo. The point is, that Siluk is going to be a good Siluk. And really included in that Siluk is that it sounds like a father, or in this case, also the husband, can tell his wife that I'm going to be Masalik myself, and I'm going to say that even though I know that if you collect the Ksubah from the Yisraeli, I'm being Masalik myself from that shvur. On that, my Rav said, no. He was Machner and he said, all inclusive. Any time a woman collects suba from the yarshim, yarshim haspia noisa. The yarshim had the ability to be mashpia, and siluk is not going to work. So it's good that we're saying more. The dictum of kolzman and not him. Also, it's good yarshim. We're dealing with the yarshim now. So kolzman she toivaz ksubasa yarshim And what's the makar to this? We have a precedent for this as well. Because the book of Abishol ben Ema Miriam for Rabban, that we saw in the previous staff. Rab Shimon, Rap Shimon holds like Abishol ben and Miriam that said even if the husband was Masalic, the Rabbanon hold like the Rabbanon obviously, and they hold that oh, husband could be Masalic, either way that explains what Rabshimen meant, so what Rabshimen mean as long as she's tevin tevei from the yarshin, what's the kolzman? even if the husband was Masalic still the yarshin have an ability to be Mashpiyah, so we're almost finished what's still remaining, the last Part of Rav Shimon, right? Rav Shimon had a Reish and a Sefer. Rav Shimon said, "Vim iner tevask subasa." If he's not tevek suba iner yashim, mashbi anaisa. Then the yashim can be mashbiar. So we explained the first part. Kolzman shitevask subasa hayashim mashbi anaisa. Kolzman means the rabbis, and it's the rabbis. Even if the husband was mesalek, still a bali parveneksi yisamulei tebara el beshvur. Okay. So what's the next part? Vem iner tevask subasa einay yashim mashbi anaisa. And really, the previous two pshatim explained it. According to the first Pshat, meant Shvua as it relates to Mizinois. According to the second Pshat, Subasa was referring to Shvu'a sapotropis. But according to this third final Pshat in the Gemara, what's the second part of Rapshiman? What's that referring to? The Gemara asks it as a maskivla. Maskivla, Papa, hot, teinach calls man she tevask subasa, or beino tevask subasa, my yikol It was like a maskivla, meaning it's it's a pirich on your whole pshat because. The first two Pshatim explained the Resha and the seifa of Reb Your Pshat's only explaining the Resha of Shimon. It's not explaining the seifa, of Shimon. Elam Rapapa, Sra Papa said, La Fuke mit the Rabbiazer Umachlu Kase. The last part of the of Shimon is coming La Fuke Rabliazr Umachlu Kase. What's that referring to? That's the Mishnah even before that. The whole concept of Shwasapatrapas. So this, this idea that a man can force his wife in the event that she's an apotropis, she's the chenvinist, to sometimes swear. Rabbi Yezid said, a bigger cheddish, a al pilch of and Rabbi Shimon's coming to be chaylik on that whole yesoi, that whole concept of Shvuz apotropis, even that he disagrees with. So the Rasha, the kolzman, he's arguing with. The second mishnah on the days that a husband can't be masalik himself from the shvur of aboli part of simulate is similitude and the seifa of Reb Shimon is coming lafuke the first mishnah on the days and that is this whole idea of the machlokes Reb and the and there's something called shvur zahpetropas he's disagreeing with the whole concept of shvur zahpetropas two pshat things that are just worth mentioning number one the way the Gemara is coming out now the maskano the the last part of Reb Shimon is coming lafuke mid Reb if that's the case, and the way we explained it, and that's the way the Rishonim explained it, he disagrees fundamentally with the whole concept of so why is he talking about Yarshim? If he disagrees with the whole concept of the Yarshim of wasn't said regarding Yarshim, it was said regarding the husband. A husband could be of so why are we talking about the Yerushim? So if you look at Toisvah's Dibrah Maschel Afuki with the Rabbi Yehaz and Machlokos, speaks to that. The Hash to Islam Lamema. Now you'll have to say the Haider Nokat in a Yerushim Ashbi. No, he said Love Dafko. The huadin Adin Hu Asma. The Hoil Uba Apu Tropsus. The Chayev Bay Lamiri Machilik Ika. The Aidi Nokat Bereishna the Milsa Teivask Subasa Yerushim Ashbi Anasa. The Hashem Yerushim Dafko. On an Ami Say for yarshim Very pasha. Another thing, and this is something that rashim much mutches a little bit. What's the word Ella? It's not really an Elo. Elo usually means we're doing an about-face. Elo means that we're going in a whole other direction. It's not true. The first part of Rab Shimon is re- remaining the way it was. All the Gemara did now was, is we've just added a K'neit to explain the second part of Rab Shimon. So if you look at Rashi, Rashi says a very nice Pshat, just Pasha Pshat in the Gemara, what the Gemara means as far as Elo goes. But we have some raid to get to, and that is, so I just think, as far as tonight's raid, to go back to one of the Gemaras that we went through way too quickly, earlier in the Parik, and that's on, daf Pei Hey Yom and Aleph, and it's really not just one of the Gemaras, as we'll see, it's several of the Gemaras. So one of the themes in parak HaKoysev is that there are a lot of stories, but these are not stories, stories. This is not even Divri agada where you have to learn Primius Atayra to understand a little bit what Chazal were trying to tell us. These are case law that really set the the stage for so many of the important halachas that we have in the world of Chayshem Mishpat. And really, if you go through Pei Amid and Pei Hei Amid Aleph, and Pay Hei Amid it's maisa after maisa after maisa, easy as far as Dafyoymi goes, but in terms of what's going on. So just to go back and, and really speak out a lashon harambam, something that we spoke about when we learned mesach to medrash And the purpose of the raid is, is really not uh, on deck America, but it's just its foundational raid and it's raid that's based on, as we'll see, five of the stories that the Gemara told on daf pei So the Rambam is in Hilchas Edrin. It's Perik Chav Dalid Halacha Aleph. We'll just go through some of the lines in this Rabbim Inaveneig. It's Yisoida Chasidus V'Shirush Avodat Mim. The Rambam says as follows: Al She a Dayan who is presiding over Dine Mominus he should paskin based on what he thinks is the truth. A in raya says the Rambam. Even if he doesn't have a raya Barura, that what he thinks is the emes is the MS. But if daito is noita shehu emes, the adaver chazak shehu kain says the Rambam he should pass in that way. Even if he doesn't have a raya Barura. I'm skipping a little bit. Kates that says the Rambam. Let me give you an example. Harishan is chaif odam There was a person that was Chaiev Shu and Bezin. For Amaladayan, Odam Nemanetsloy, and then a person that the Dayan trusted came over to him and told him, you know, this person that you're about to make swear, I'm telling you, his word is worthless and I definitely wouldn't trust this shvur. Says the what, the what this Dayan should do is, he should flip the shvur, and he should say that instead of the person who really is swearing, he should make the other party be the one to swear. Why? Why? Because the person that whispered into his ear is the person that he trusts. And even though he doesn't have a riot that that's the way it is, not like he saw it with his own eyes, he certainly doesn't have to aid him. But if there's someone that he trusts that tells him something, he should go with that. Says the Rabbin Even if this person that told him, don't trust this person that's about to swear, was an Isha or an Evet, it doesn't make a difference. If you think that's the way it is, that you should run with it and you should paskin, says the Rambam, the ain't It goes without say, im yoda who If the dying didn't have to come onto someone, but he himself knew that this person was a chashid, that certainly he shouldn't have him swear. So Rambam. I'll give you another example. If there's a shtar khayyiv that was presented in front of a dying, and then the person that he trusts, even if this person's an isha, and it's a who you should know this shtar, I know for a fact this shtar was paid. If this dying really trusts that person, he should tell this person. So listen, I hear you have a shtar, but at the same time you want payment, you're going to have to pay with a shtar. I'm skipping a little bit. Another example. Like tzavah, somebody died, and then after the person died, someone comes to Beslin and he says, You know, the Yenna Pliny that died, I had given him a uh, I want to collect it. There was no Tzava about the nature of that thing, so we really don't know the dying doesn't, who's telling the truth The in the event that this person was able to give and this person that's claiming this is his was not a nichus, he wasn't someone that used to go in and out of this person's house if the dying knows this person a little bit and he knows he wasn't a gvir that he would have owned this very valuable chifetz, this some and he has a smichos he has good reason to believe that this does not belong to the mace. He should take it away from the yarshim. And he should give it to this person who he knows is a kvir, who also gave simonim based on the notion that really this is a, a real pekad. Dr. Ramam I just gave you a few examples. Take this and apply it as you choose because when the Torah said that a dying has they said use his common sense and if you think something is the way it is so you follow your gut and you're supposed to do what you think if I'm right what I'm saying so why did the Torah say you need to aid him I understand what's Adam all about. I thought that when it comes to Diné is everything works with Adam. So why would the Torah have said that you need two Adam? So the Rambam says the reason is, The reason there's a parish of Adam is because when two Adam walk into Bezdin, Yadan the dying is supposed to pass him based on what the Adam say. Even if he doesn't know and he has no hunch, he has no idea. But as long as he's Edom Aksherim and they have a cheskis kashris, in that case, he's supposed to paskin based on Edom. In other words, the Rabbim saying, an unbelievable chedesh. He says, a dying can paskin Dine din based on what he thinks. And based on a hunch and a gut that he has. And it doesn't matter how he came to that. If it's because he has it on his own, Someone told him something. The person that told him something is an Isha, an Eved, a Kaurav. It's irrelevant. If a dying feels something is so, when it comes to dine Mominus, says the Rambam, you're supposed to run with it. This is something that you're supposed to pass in. kach the Rambam felt this way, that the Ram said, have a So why then did the Tireh say that? You need to weigh them. What's this whole Abish Naim all about? Well, if you don't need Edom, it's all based on what the dying thinks, so has nothing to do with Edom. So, like the Rambam, No, it's negaya, because at the end of the day, Edom, this exevus hakasim, you always have to accept, even if you don't know who they are. But the point is that if there are no Edom saying to the contrary, the Allah is a dying should in Mominus based on what it is that he thinks. The Rambam gave a few examples to this Allah. One of the examples the Ramam gave was this dayin that's presiding over a din entire. Somebody has to swear. And somebody comes over to the dain and tells the dayin that I want you to know that this person that you're about to make swear, he's a choshid ala shvur. He's a chakrin. Do not trust this shvoor. Says the Rambam, if you know this person and you trust this person, yeshli, ladayin l- la hafech ashvoor ashchenegde al- v'yeshvaviyaitu. Ram gave another example. And that was somebody walked into bed and he had shtar choyv, a shtar choyv. shtar that says somebody owes him money. And then somebody that died in trust came over to him and told him. He said, you know, that shtar choyv, that shtar was paid already. Says the Rambam, don't dismiss the shtar completely, but at the same time, don't allow this person to get paid unless he swears. Then the Rambam gave another example. And that is somebody died and left over some very valuable possession. The children didn't know anything about it. And somebody claims that it was his begotten. The dying knows that the person that died probably never owned something this valuable. The person that's being teveya we know is a person that is a bar hachi to own this. He gave some money; He wasn't a nichness for say Siddhir too. He has this very strong smichas das that this person is probably telling the truth. Take it away from the yarshan and go ahead and give it to this person. These are three of the four. There's a fourth example that the Rambam gives. But these are three of the four examples that the Rambam gave to explain his halacha. That he said over here in the beginning of Parakaf Tal al Hulkhassanaj. Now if these examples that the Rambam gave sound familiar, it's because it was chapter and verse, from the These were many of the mysalah, quote unquote, that we learned in Ksubis taf. It's good to just go through it very, very quickly inside. The Gemaras, now, he, it said there was a woman, the Khai that was obligated to swear in the Bezdin of Ravah. So Rava's wife, who was Rav Chizda's daughter, came to Rav and said, Yodana Bad I know this person. He's a Khashid al-Ashfu'. Rabba so rubber went and rubber flipped the shvu. he said you know what, you are right this person you're not going to swear the other person's going to have to swear so the says, din, came, masno. a short while later rappa of hadermanas was sitting again in rubber's court i see a who star go away the star walked into i'm going to rappa said you're to be the star of i know that star is a star peru i know was paid already i'm going to in the very nice you have another aid i'm forgot even though you say so there's nothing. Amalia Adler by Masna. said. Re, Rav Papa is less believed than Rav What? Rav is less believed than said no. Rav Popa is not less believed than Bas Rav Khizda. You want to know who would have a starker and a monism bezden? Rav Popa not Bas Rav Khizda. Oh, but Bas Rav Chizda kimli But I know Bas Rav Khizda. I know her. I'm married to her, and I know for a fact, not based on Chazokis Kimli begavai. I know for a fact that she doesn't lie. I know for sure if she tells me this, she's telling the truth. Marv, like kimli begavai. Rapapa, I don't know you the same way. I mean, I know you if You have a cheskes kashris, but the Torah says that if someone says us and he has a cheskes kashris, he better have another aid with him. Otherwise, That was what. That was what Ravah told Rapapa. This is the makar to the first of the cases that the Rambam brought. On the first case, where Ravah, based on an Isha, his wife, Basrav Chizda, was mm-hmm. Mahapa Rav Papa continued, I'm um, Rapapa, he said, Kimli now that you're telling me there's something called Kimli Begaveh, going, Abba Mari Bri, my son, Abba Mari of, of Hadron fame, the Kimli Begaveh, who I trust, and he's someone that I, I raised this kid, I know him, Quran stara Pume. If somebody would walk in with a shtar, and he would say, Abu Mari would, that I know the Shtar was spent, I tear the Shtar. No, it says, Quran is all good, I'd have to, but you're right. I would force the person to swear. Taisis that we spoke Arab and Chananel says, every star means you have to swear. This is the Rambam second case. Weird. Here you have a Kariv, right? Notice how the Rambam in the first case said Isha, or a ever and in the second case he mentioned Korov because the case of the Gemara over here true this is the first case was also Karov but this was a Khiddish over here of Karov but the point is here you have a real case where there was a Karov and based on that he said Mirana's story made him swear Gamar Gemara Named then told three stories. Three stories when people had died, they left over a and there was a whole entire, we'll just read the first one. Ahu gathered the Afgit Shevmar, Genisa, the Tzairi, the Siddin, rab miyasha Rabmiyashu, There was someone that had given Ramiyasha Barbered, Rabbi Shoban seven jewels, seven diamonds, emeralds, something very, very expensive. And then Shacham, Rabmiyashu, in pocket, Rabmiyashu had died, Instantly, and he didn't get a chance to write a tava to tell the olim what to do with this pekodin. Also, came to He came to Ravami. i He said, "Chodah." Number one, I know the Etana be Rami Yosha the I know he wasn't a gvir. For oid, and besides, a koyav simana, and he gave a, a and The Gemara says only if he wasn't a nichnas for But the bottom line is, again, you see, based on this umdana, you're supposed to take this. Way. So the Rambam learned ksubas peihe. And the Rambam saw in Ksubas Pehe his epic thesis in Perak of Dalit Hilchos and Allah Aleph. It's mamish fast that Rambam saw it in these stories. He saw a hemshach, right? We went through story after story after story. You want to follow the paper trail. You want to be able to connect the dots a little bit. The Rambam saw one theme over here. It's mice after mice after Maisa that's teaching us that although we always thought when it comes to Dine Mamanis, you have to have two Adam and they have to make two Adam Cherim. You see, the Rambam says it's not always like that, and there's a concept that. The can, can based on mashaliba the and based on your gut, that's something you have a right to go ahead and pass in Shilas from. And the Ikhimakar to this Yesoid was Ksubis, was Ksubis Stav Pehe. The truth is, Reb Shach in his Abi Ezri, in a few different places. He talks a lot about the Shittas Aram, and he says that, I believe that there's another Makar to this Rambam. This we spoke about already, but just to mention it. And that is a Mishnah in Gittin D'Afirah The Mishnah says, All stories that went through the, the non-Jewish court system. Even though the... People that are signed on these stars are oivdei kechavim that apostle pasul right? Ksheirim still, it's going to be kosher. Chutz migit deinashim v'shekru avadim. It's a mishnah. Any star, a star that has chasimoyes on it, oivdei kechavim. But the stars, stars were proven to be authentic in the erkoys of the oivdei the kechavim. These are considered valid stars. It's a mishnah mesachtes kiten. The reason it's a Mishnah Sakhbs Kitten like is because there's an exception to the rule that by get each of this doesn't work. Divorce has to happen in a Jewish Basin. Otherwise, this is not gonna fly. But other than that, every other star is gonna work. Chiddush. Every star is gonna work. Even though the chasim is on the star, So that guy's Ashri, right here on the rush on this Mishnah Perika maybe get asks that I don't understand what's going on over here. So if Avdi Khabim are Apostle how does this work? And what are you going to tell me? You're going to tell me, yeah, but if the allowed it to be, so must be, must be, it's okay. Moshe and Aharon would walk into Bezdin and they would say, hey, this. It wouldn't work. Why? Because they're us. You can have all the Undinus in the world, but at the end of the day, they're Psuleedas. But they're worse than the Erkois of the Ereti But What's the they Their Erkois of the Ereti K'chavim, we trust them. They're operating a good business. They have uh, government agencies that overlook everything that they do. There's SECs, the So they're under a lot of scrutiny. And as a result, we trust that they're doing the right thing that they're supposed to do. I hear. So basically, you're telling me that that should be posoleidos. All of a sudden, we're going to accept their testimony. Why? Because of Azamirsis nafshayu. So why Moshe and Harim posoleidos? As feit the and the Goyes Ashri says an unreal chiddush posher. You can't even say it. He says Veislays from here that Ovedikachavim are kashul The koshul edus meday It's only medrabbanon. And in this situation, we have a Chazalimarinamshayu. They're going to be believed, but Rabshach. Rav said in his avi Yezri that this Mishnah was also the Makar to the Rambam. Because the Rambam saw from here Adarab of You see from here that it's possible for a dying to paskin maminus, even though he doesn't have Eidim, even though he has stories that were that mm-hmm. Is the Mishnah getting that pure on the base? Now, you're going to ask me, Akash, what about Moshe Haran? So this is Reb Shach, said an unbelievable kid. You have to see it inside. sned said, Reb Shach, that when Moshe Naharan are considered throughout Shas to be Apostle Edus, it means that Apostle Beter is Edus. They're not Edim. So there's no Hazoma, and there's no Shur. So Edus, they're not going to be considered Edim. But at the same time, if a dying feels that Moshe Naharan are probably not lying, they're telling the truth, yeshla dying, if Moshe and Aharon can create Azas Festo Umdeno, that would be a Kimli Begavet like Bas Rav Chizda. Then that would work. Now you saw in the Gemara a Papa couldn't create a Kimli Begavet, so it's not so clear, said Rav that Moshe and Aharon would be able to do it either. But let's say they would, so they would. And I'm not saying that. When the Gemara says that Moshe and Aharon apostle Edos, it means the apostle Bateirus Edos. But Echana as it relates to a Kimli Begavah, in this situation they would in fact be believed. The emiss is that once you see this Rambam, I think it's a game changer in terms of looking at some Sugi's and Shas, but it just opens up some other Rambams. One is the Rambam in Hilchasan Sanhedrin, Perik Chof Alokha Aleph. So we were learning Perik Chof Dalit Alocha Aleph. This is Perik Chof Alocha Aleph. The Rambam says, Ain Bezdin Oynshin Boimden Hadas. Bezden can't punish based on LLP Hadass. llp eyden Beraya Barura Unless they have real... Proof that somebody deserves an oynish. Afilu ra'u. Adam says the Rabbim, even if Adam would see <speaking in Hebrew> that somebody was running after his friend to kill him for <speaking in> his <Hebrew> And then the Adam gave this person asra. They <speaking in Hebrew> limo And then for a minute there was like a blind side. They didn't see <speaking in Hebrew> or they followed this person into a churva and it was dark, and they couldn't see him, and all of a sudden, they saw somebody was dead, there's literally a, a dead body, there's a smoking gun, being that you didn't actually see it happen, you can't kill, this is of course the Gemara, with ben everyone knows this Gemara, but the Rambam says, so ordinarily you read this Rambam, yeah it sounds like a very nice halacha, we can appreciate this much better. Because the rambam's about to tell you in 4 prakim and Perich of Dalit that even though there's a halach of Edos, Al-Pishnayim Edom Yakum Dover, but this halach of Al-Pishnayim them Yakum Dover is only true. the Ramam, when it comes to establishing Dinim Mominus, when it comes to establishing Dinim, but Eim Bezden unchim but Eimden hadas Eimden Hadass, L-Api But when it comes to Eimden hadas, it's not going to work for unchim So Eimden hadas works, yeah, for Dinim Mominus. It could be mitzi in L'Chairah. With But to go and to punish, that you can't do. And really, this Ramam, Perich Haft Alokha Aleph, is so much richer once you learn the Ramam in Perich Haft Aleph. Because the Ramam explained the role of Adem. Adem are really there to serve a function when Bezdin doesn't know. So there's Xeris if you follow Adem. Or if Adem comes, Bezdin is forced to follow what Adem say. But says the Ramam, although that's true, but it's not true for every case of Adas. When it comes to Adas, Regarding Oynchim, over there, Ain best Oynchim ba Adas, LLP aden Beraya We spoke about this in Masach Des The reason we spoke about this in Masach Des was because Rav Shach said, the Ramah, when he said this halacha, he said it regarding Dine Mominus. What about Dovisha ba'erva? Ain Dovisha ba'erva, Pachas Mishnaim? What if Bezlin has a gut feeling in an Indian that's Nogayo Dovisha ba'erva? Would you say there too that they can work with their Oymed Adas? Well, the Ramam said it only by dina Mamadus. He never told it to us by Dovish of Erva. Maybe Dovish of Erva would be different. So Rav Shach says that it's Pasha to him. What's the Makara that you need to aid him by Dovish of Erva? It's learned out Dover Dovr, Dovr May Maman. So if by Mamadus there's a, a sugya of umdin Das, you would think that when it comes to Dovish of Erva, you would have the sugya. And rabbi Shach, with that, said so beautifully, we'll post this as a related rabbi, but so beautifully that that's shot in the Rambam in the Sugi of Eidos Isha. Where the Rambam has a famous sheet, we know the halach is that a woman whose husband went to Bidina Sayyam, and the Ezech comes and says that the man died, so the halach is and the woman is mutaris to get married. And this is one of the biggest Mysteries amongst the Rishonim, how could this be? And over here we're allowing an Eishis Ish to get married with his mamzer implications, Chavi implications. How could this possibly be true? And the Rishonim, the Shmaitza and Shmaitza Zayn talks about it all say different Shatim. Taisvah says that it's based on Yesh Dovim, and say in certain extreme situations, Rashni and the Rajba say that it works with Adaita, the Minei, of course it leverages so, all the sugis and all the perikoishas in and the end of but the ramam everyone knows had a dasacheres in this and the ramam is the one that held that this that an works when it comes to Eid is a Dindai raisa. it's not a dindei it's something that works midday raisa. and everyone tried to understand from the rivash to the Tajbits to the neide of what was shown in this Rambam said Rab Shach maron Haavi. Ezri. He said, the Rambam is the Rambam's Right? If you look at the Rambam, the Rambam says that why would an edacher be believed? He said the reason is because being that this is a Mulsa avidi l'gluyah, this is something that in the event that Aida is lying, everyone's going to know that he was lying. So it's for that reason, said the Rambam, that the Rambam's going that that, that an would be believed. so Rambam. So Yikpid the Torah Shnei shne'eden. The only time the terror was marked that you need to aid him is the at the If you have to come on to the aid him. will it's true. Ordinarily, you need to aid him, but that's only when it's not a milsa Davidi Gluye. But if it's a milsa Davidi lgluyah, then you don't need to aid him. What does the Rambam mean? Said Reb Shach. He means which he tosses a talit and because now that Dayan is looking at the situation and he's saying, I'm pretty sure this is what happened over here, and if he has such a strong heritage that this is what happened, he can even Paskin based on that. The same the Ramam that said in Perak and Hilkha San Edrin that you could pass Kendine Mominus based on Oymed Adas said the Ramam you could also pass of the Aberev based on Oymed Adas, and that's the Ramam Lushitasai. That's the Rambam Lushitasai that all the and and Eidachan works with a, with the Shtikal Torah. The Ramam said a Shtikal Torah in Perak and Hilkha San Edrin. He said another Shtikal Torah in Perak Yugimal Hilkha San and, and It's all the same Shtikal Torah. There's a concept of Oymed Adas. There's a concept of Oymed Adas. So just two Ares. A question and a comment. The question is that, just to open it up, to revisit on another day. Maybe the most famous Ktsois in Safer is Lama Dalet Where the Ktsois discusses why is it that Hoyda baldin is Kameya Dami. If somebody walks into Bethesda and then he says, I owe somebody money, Hoyda Esbaldin is, is literally Kameya Eidam Dami. And everyone knows that the Ketai speaks from the Mariev Evan Leiv that said that really Adam lot's money. And a person is not believed to testify about himself. Aye, so why if a person says, I owe so money, is he believed? He's believed because if he wanted to be Mechaev himself money, he'd be able to. So when you're being money, it's as if you're being Mechaev. It works. And that's what the Marie Wave said. The argue argues based on a Rashi and Parakel Omer, and the Kisai said that it doesn't work with his chavis, but it works with an The special Ammonos that a person has, a person doesn't have an Ammonos, obviously, to benefit himself, but if all you're doing is you're being a yourself, in that case, you have a special Ammonos. I want to throw out there maybe another possibility, how to understand how to Dami. And that is, we have a Rambam where the Rambam says that when it comes to DNA momenus, if the dying thinks 100% that what this person is telling is true, the loch is, you can run with it. And the Pashtus in the Rambam is you can even be mighty mama based on it. Even though it's a discussion. I in the Siva Simen Tesfavs of Cotton Bayes if you want some further ion. But the point is, for sure the Pashtas and the Rambam is that you can even be Maiti Momin, right? Because if not, why do the Rambam have a kashu? What's the point in aid them? What do you need to aid them to be mighty Momin? So the Pashtas, you can even be Maiti If a person would say in Bez, then I owe someone $1,000. Either this person is Pashtim Mutturif, or he really owes them $1,000. So if you're a Dayan, and this person passed his psychological evaluation, so then for sure he owes him the money, so, for you, it's the money. That's why Hoydas Fadin is Kameh Eidem Dami. Hoydas Fadin Kameh Dami is Alstaramim and Perichav Talit, Alocha Aleph. There's what to talk about. Just want to throw that out there. That's the question. The comment is a beautiful chuva that Rabnochim Stein showed me today. In Shul. It's a chuva from Moshe. It's in Igris Moshe. It's in Yerodea, Chalik Aleph. It's Simin Nundalit. It's a tshuva that was written when Ramosh was still in Luban. Ramosh was in his 20s. It's a classic. And it just shows the Kayach Teh of Ramosh, which of course was legendary. So Ramosh says as follows. Just read it inside, the opening paragraph. Behi Yosi Bishnas So Ramoesheh was in Moscow in the year Tough Rage Tzadik Dalit, so 1934. medina by al What happened was, the door was Shem R'tayro Mitzvahs. But there was a young generation that had become communist and they got caught up in a lot of the things that were going on in Russia at the time and they were no longer Shem R'tayro They were eating Nevelas, they were eating Trefas, they obviously weren't keeping a kosher kitchen. And they were taking care of their parents, and the parents really had no one to take care of them. But the parents were Shaim Retiro Mitzvahs, and because the parents were Shaim Retiro Mitzvahs, so they didn't know what to do. Like, they can't eat out of their own children's kitchens. So, what are you supposed to do? And apparently, this had become a systemic issue. So, Ramayisha was in Moscow, and he already was Mephursin to be a big Paisik, and they came to Ramayisha and they asked him what to do. So Ramush writes like this, V'chidashhti, I said a khidish, That for many people, not all people, I think we can make this work. Said Ramush, in the event that the father, the older man, knows his daughter, and he knows that his daughter that's taking care of him, respects him, and respects his religion, Even though she herself doesn't respect her religion, but she respects his and understands how difficult and how much it would bother him in the event that he knew that he was eating Nivellus and Trefus, he has a right to assume that 100% she's serving him kosher food. And even though she doesn't keep kosher food, and just to break this out a little bit better, if you walk into somebody's house, why are you let it eat? Somebody invites you over for a Shabbos, invites you for a kiddish, you come in and you're eating flesh, right? How do you ever a right to eat this flesh? You know it's kosher? surin, right? In fact, getting that base. That's how we know and Because when you come home, you don't have to ask your wife for a certificate. Show me that the shrito was a kosher shrito. Ain't no the daran for the Gemara said. So that's not something you're obligated to do. So the problem is, these people weren't even believed be surim. A person can lose his license to be even be surim. So these daughters and daughters-in-law that we're discussing in here, in the event that the father knows that there's no way my daughter would ever be mach's You know why? Because I know I raised this girl. She's a good girl. She would never do it. She wouldn't do it. I know I remember when she was little. She would never, there's no way that all the influence of the Soviet Union affected her on such a level that she would have changed. Said, Ramoshi could be so much Said it. Said, and said, lezeh, no What did he say? He said, because I know her, And Rapopa said, what about me? So what did the Gemara say? Rapopah said, Rapopa, I know your Hoshif. You're right, you have an ammonus by me. My wife, it's not peteris Namonus, it's Petiris yediyah. I know for a fact that it's true. Because if she says so, it has to be that way. And said Ramoshah, that just like Rover, was Mahapach Teshwa Shekin because he said, Kimli Begava, Basrav If a father can say, Kimli Begava, that my daughter or my daughter in law that's taking care of me, even though they themselves are not showing retire and they themselves don't eat kosher, and they don't even have Eid Echon Surin for themselves, but they would have Eid Echon Surin for their parents. And Ramosh, in this chuvah, he goes through the lumped batter of Kimli Begava. He says, Like, what was this whole word over here? That Rapapa was less believed than Basra of Chizna. He says, you think Repoppa was really less believed than Basra of Chizna? Of course Repoppa was more believed than Basra of Chizna. But here's the difference. The difference is, if, if Repoppa tells something to Rava, so Rava is going to, based on Chazaka, that he knows Repoppa is a very Chashaviyid, assume that he's probably not lying. Kimli Begava means, I know it for a fact. It's not that you have an emmonos and therefore I accept what you're telling me as being true. Kimli means I know it. Because if you know a person on such a level, it can create and transfer what that person is saying from you need, needing to believe the person to you actually know That's the lamnus that Ramayusha says. But at the end of the day, Ramayusha came out and he said that I believe it's going to be true. Now, this is a kiddish al gab Chiddush. Because if you look at the Rambam, we learned Perakh of Talar Allah aleph. If you look at Allah Baze, the Rambam says this whole umdin das doesn't work nowadays. He said it doesn't work anymore, Bizmanazah. And the Rambam says it doesn't work Bizmanazah, because as you read the Sadiris and the Chachamim are not so smart anymore, and there's a lot of corruption. So Ramisha says, it's only by Dinaimanis, din bezdin. This was his psak people that are weak they need really people to take care of them and they need to eat so he said, Moshe that b'shasat chak, you could be Seimach." The one thing he did say was that you should test her. Like just make sure that, you know, try to test her a few times, and if she passes the test, everything is going to be okay. Avallahrim, the Shaloit, Beshaadrak, o Yesh lahachmer. And that was from Moshe Shuvos. This is an incredible Koyach that that our Moshe wrote when he was in his 20s. He passed in literally for the whole kehilah in Moscow. This hat there. And he allowed them to eat out of the kitchens of their children, even though the children really were oichlin of Eosetreifes. And there was a lot of tarfas going on. And they certainly had no nemonis in the world of Eidachonem and bisurin. And it was based on this Rambam. It's based on this concept that there's an idea that it's true, you need Eidos and you need Nemonos, but sometimes it's a Kimli Begavo, if you know something so certain, you can pass it. Now, the Ramam said it by Dine Mominus. Rav Shach said it by Dovish of the Rav Moshe is applying it. I don't think it's a great stretch and not a great leap of faith, but either way, that's the Pesach for Rav